The Wednesday, August 2nd edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join at sportsgaming.podcast.com backslash Patreon. I almost got there. And with that, we will do this. Yay! Welcome. I should have bombed it as well. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan. Uh, coming on in live. I'm just uh, tweeting that part, portion out, saying that words out loud. Anyway, all right, there we go. It's done. It's done. It's all done. I'm all done. Here I am, man the box. I'm just going to say words and titles for the rest of the year uh, until we get the football season, I guess. Now, I am CJ Sullivan. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. It is Wednesday, August 2nd. We are in August 2023. It's the Wednesday Bomb Show. Live, 1 o'clock Pacific, as we moved for our month of August up until football season. And then we'll be going Mondays and Thursdays in the mornings. But we got a big show today. Um... MLB trade deadline I'm going to talk about. The Iowa State gambling scandal. That's a fun one. And uh, I'll give out some golf bombs for the Wyndham Championship, just in case you guys want some long shot winners. Uh, that's the preview. Uh, but welcome. I should, I should be doing more exciting things than that, actually. Oh, I, I, I know what's exciting. Well, one, I'm back in the studio. I'm in Eagle Rock. We're excited to be here. Um, God damn it. I'm already cursing. Back in the studio. I brought my awful tablet. This is the sound. This is a new soundboard I got coming in. So uh, watch out. We're back in the studio. Fred fuck master flex. Uh, yeah. Yesterday I was, uh, yes, I was, did show Monday from home. As I told everyone, I was preparing for the colonoscopy. The greatest excuse that people don't know what to deal with. Even today, it was they're coming in. I was coming in the studio, whole, the office, like, "What? Do we get a car wash ready? What do we do? Lay paper? What happens? Nothing. It's fine. Everything went well. It's nothing to it. It's just the, the day before, the days beforehand is what sucks. You got you to cleanse out. But when you go in there, they put you under. They give you the Michael Jackson drugs, and then uh, they let you up, and then that's it. Everyone's putting clothes on. I don't know what happens in these hospitals. That's, the whole doctor, nurse, that whole world, there's a lot of grab ass going on in that whole community. A lot of dancing around and, you know, they're doing TikTok videos or wearing scrubs. They got all the drugs back there. Who knows what the fuck's going on with these those people out there? But they're, they're, they're kind of they're swinging, you know. Oh, the doctor will be coming to see you, and then the nurses got a little catty fights, so and they're playing around with each other. Too much joking. I don't like. It. Um. Anyway, everyone, I'm just kidding. They were all fine. Uh. 
Uh, like I said, yeah, good show today, Wednesday. It is getting hot in August. And right, and here we go. What's up, C-Generates? Come on in to the, uh, oh, man. The new, the new soundboard's already a disaster. New soundboard's, I got I got I, I, I bought this, uh, see that? It's already making noises. JC from KC, what's up, C-Generates? Let's put your comment up there on the board. Welcome. Um, yeah, I bought a tablet on Amazon Day, Prime Day, to get a, get my own soundboard, and I just downloaded a quick free one right now, so it's got stupid, terrible ones, like, uh, Dedicated Wham, whatever the that is. The recommended amount of Dedicated Wham I should have to serve or- I don't know what that means. Leroy Jenkins, that sounds, that sounds problematic. Leroy <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty good. All right, I can see why that works. Anyway, um like I said, I got on Amazon Prime Day. I, I didn't even know what I got on Amazon Prime Day. And then this tablet showed up for like sixty bucks. Take a couple Ambien and you got Amazon Prime Day. That's a that's a dangerous combination. I've said this before. I, <clears throat> pardon me. It's gotten so bad with Amazon where I don't even buy things that I need. I buy things that I already own. That I just can't find around the house. I'm like, why am I just looking or everywhere for somewhere I know it's not going to be? Where I can look tomorrow where one will exactly be for like $18. I'm a new charger. So anyway, that's what I'm going to do. Anyway, um, so welcome to NC Generates. We, uh, I know, JC, you're the one came in. Or we've serial wanted to soccer. We lost the soccer bombs. The World Cup. Ladies, we'll talk about that real quick. The Lady World Cup. U.S., they did win. I mean, they moved on. They advanced to the knockout phase. And to play Sweden. It's going to be a tough one. Um, it was a loss slash draw win. Only in soccer can you go nil-nil. It looked terrible. Everyone hated them. You should be ashamed of yourselves for advancing to the 16 for not dominating because they haven't looked great. Hell, they only beat fucking the Vietnam, right? Three nothing. And even that was only three nothing. Um, so, yeah, everyone was upset with America being happy that they get the American team, the lady soccer team for a lady advancing to the lady knockout round. They were dancing and doing selfies with the crowd. They're with kids. There's like little girl. That's what's this is hilarious. So the U.S. women's soccer team, they've been, they're always her- heralded as like heroes for little girls and, you know, what role models for girls, athletes and all this shit. And that's what they, you know, they pull and that's a whole marketing campaign. And then when they take pictures with these kids afterwards, they get criticized for Well, they shouldn't. They should be ashamed. They shouldn't be dancing with those kids. They shouldn't be taking pictures with the kids. They should They should tell them that they failed and to go home and do homework. And it doesn't matter unless you win by five goals. Carly Lloyd laid into him. <laughs> That's what they said. She didn't even lay into him. She's just like, yeah, they shouldn't be doing it. So they should show some respect. You sign some autographs. It's fine. But you don't smile. Don't smile so much. I always love. I always love the lady. Lady soccer criticism. It's all. Over, it's all over the place. They can do nothing right or wrong. Same time. 
Um, anyway, we'll get into that. Uh, what was the I don't know why we just didn't do the, the uh, no goals, no goals. Uh, both teams score. No, we talked about earlier. What a trend was on. I think it finished like 35 and 11 that both teams wouldn't score. Nobody fucking scores. It's amazing. Brazil needed to win with the Mart Marta, whatever her name is. The legend. The Jamaica. Nail nail again. Jamaica, by the way. They just they don't score and they refuse. Well, they don't let other teams score. That's their strat. Their, that's their style, their defense. And they just refuse to score. You can see, like, sometimes like they're they have open shots, like, nope, no thank you. Let's just kick this out of bounds, take a goal kick. We'd rather just <laughs> We'd rather just share the field with you. Car- Carly Lloyd did drop some bombs on the uh, on the ladies soccer team. And you- it was so funny because you- Alexi Lawless. God damn it! I I, I got I I can't do this anymore. Alexi Lawless, uh, who usually does the soccer ripping. He knows he knows it's a bad look if he just rips on the women's soccer team. You can't have a man doing it. So they, they brought Carly in there for a little Mrs. Lawless, and she, uh, woo, she got into it. Let's see if I can. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> Epic rap crowd. <laughs> Oh, that's laugh. What's epic rap crowd noise? Oh, here it is. <laughs> epic rap crowd. That that's that's slang for black. Um, that's like when they say urban, they can't say that. So they say so. That's like if you burn someone. Epic rap crowd. That's hilarious. Oh my god. No, no. You're right. Even Alexi was like, well, Alexi was like, calm down. But Alexi's like, yeah, thank you. I, I mean, okay, we're allowed to. You're allowed to say that, right? I know I can't. Anyway. So that happened. They'll move on now. Uh, if they're gonna, if they're going to, uh, it doesn't look like they're gonna write the ship. I mean, it's been three games now. They obviously can. They're still talented, but uh, it didn't. It didn't look good when they put Abby Wam back in, and Alex Morgan doesn't look. She's missing stuff. They look just old and bad. And then they hit the post. That was a good line. That was a good line by Carly Lloyd. I love Carly Lloyd. I want her ripping on women. I want Lloyd ripping on women. Lady on lady smack talk all the time. Love Carly Lloyd. She says the player of the game was at post, you bitches. They should let her say bitches. You fucking sluts. Jesus, Carly. A lot of lady on lady crime coming up. We'll get to that in the man in the box. We're going to talk a little Lizzo towards the end. Um, anyway, the man in the box will be at the end. I'm going to talk Lizzo in some shows. That was some fun. Uh, speaking of which, Bruce Arena. Speaking of soccer, then I'll get to the reads. Well, let me get to the reads real quick. Then I'll then I'll do that. Um, just because the show is getting away from me already. I'm not even talking about anything yet. All right, sports gaming podcast. Patreon is perfect for the diehard degen. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win total contest with a $1,000 first place prize, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being the gens. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. The Sports Gaming Podcast has 
and always will give out all their picks for free. Don't worry about that. You get the bombs for free. No problem. But the Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Fight corporate gambling. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Patreon at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash Patreon. And that is the bomb of an ad read by, uh, by me. Um, I like that. Fight corporate gambling. There's enough, there's enough corporation in our world now. We don't need, don't need our gambling. We don't need the government in my gambling. That's why I always say at the ball game when I've the 50-50, you can't even pay cash anymore for 50-50 tickets. It's all credit card. What? I don't want the government involved in my goddamn gambling. I don't want people knowing. Look at my wife. Uh, you know, where does 50-50 money's going? Everything's ah, that's something we did during COVID. How about these fucking companies? Man, I'm like cursing for no reason. That still carry on to COVID. I had to wear the mask yesterday. And ho- All right, I got at the hospital, wear the mask. But other things, like, you know. Well, since of COVID and social distancing and, uh, you know, we don't touch the credit, you know, no cash since COVID. Shut. First of all, I never understood why, how putting your card into a machine that millions of other people do and it's jamming it in there in the same place is any more sanitized than cash. Yeah, I know cash is dirty, but cards and card machines are just as filthy. Anyway, what was I going to talk about? Um, speaking of gambling, let's get into the Iowa State thing. Oh, I was going to talk about Bruce Arena. Bruce Arena, just real quick, he's a so- he used to be the men's World Cup soccer coach, and now he's coaches the MLS team. He just got suspended for insensitive comments. And it's one of my, one of my pet peeves besides the word pet peeve is uh, that's the article gets fired for insensitive comments. Then you click on the article and they don't tell you what the comments are. What did he say? And when it comes, when it comes to soccer coaches and firing for comp, they, their comments are usually pretty good. World renowned. We're all the way around the world. Soccer coaches have always had insensitive comments and are usually pretty good ones. So come on. You can't tease. Get let's get some reporting and find out what the fuck. I mean, they fired him. They must have been sweet. Those are the comments we need here. And the bottom line, bombs. Those are things I can get behind. You know. I was gonna say uh... tonight's edition of that was a disgusting act. <laughs> You sound, I'm not, these sound words are getting too confusing for me. Anyway, let's get into the Iowa State story. Um, and before, and I will, oh, yeah, shoot. Now I'm getting text messages. Uh, <laughs> um, text messages from Stacking the Money Green about lunch. Sorry, guys. I got <laughs> to add that in there. Um yeah, we'll talk about the baseball trade deadline, and I'll give an MLB, MLB bomb during this segment, but right after this Iowa State, because this Iowa State story is hilarious to me. Um, Iowa, I guess Iowa athletics in general is getting bombarded with uh, this gambling um, investigation. Iowa players, Iowa State players, there's like 15 in Iowa, 20 in Iowa State. It's all, there's all kinds of players. But now it just came out, Iowa State's quarterback, Hunter Deckers, he was their starting quarterback. He threw for like 3,000 yards last year. He's getting charged with tampering amid sports get his investigation. His story was, now he's, I can't believe all these players. And the Bronco defensive end, he went to Iowa State. They all been in Iowa State. How dumb are these fucking guys? 
And I get it. Like, oh, but gambling cause commercial. I know, but you can't bet on football on a team that you play for, especially in college. This kid made 366 mobile bets for a total of $27.99, almost $2,800, which is hilarious. That comes out to about $7.64 a bet. That's that's smart. What are you doing? What are you playing? Bingo, penny bingo cards? You're doing, what are you doing, fucking $10 teasers? You're going to throw away your guy? Get an NIL deal, kid. And then put it on a parlay. Let's make, let's make some real money. Uh, so he was underage. So, so there, he's not even getting busted really for the gambling, which he is. What's funny is they try to do a system where <laughs> they try to fool where it wasn't him. So he had his mom sign up. His mom, Jamie, Jamie Durkers, which is a good Iowa mom's name, Jamie. And if you see the thumbnail, there she is. There's Jamie. Yeah, that was Jamie making the bets. She made uh, she made 26 bets on Iowa State game. She just likes to, you know, get a little action, a little, little juice when she's at the game there with the with the other moms at the tailgate. And she likes to uh, lay the wood when they're playing Oklahoma State at home. What a hilarious fucking. <laughs> I love that way. It was my mom. Well, your mom's a sick degenerate. We like her. We like Jamie. He made 297 bets when he was under 21. And that's the thing. If you're not, if you're not aware, like if you're not into gambling or known gambling, you hear those numbers. Like that sounds like a lot. The money's not a lot, obviously. But you hear, wow, 366 bets. He's got a problem. Or the mom has a problem. <laughs> that Iowa mom sure has a problem. But yeah, then you realize it's on your phone. You got in-game betting. You got halftime bet. I mean, you know, it, it gets away from you. That's not. That's nothing. That could be happened in uh, one weekend. And when you wake up Monday, the Monday wake up, oh, God, what happened? Your account's drained. Your pen, you have fucking 3,000 pending. Pending? Yeah, I played an Iowa State volleyball game. What the hell was I doing? That's the thing. They bet on all, everything across Iowa State. So she bet. he bet on 26 Iowa State games, including one football. So not all football. One was an Oklahoma State football game. The quarterback for Iowa State. What what genius plan was to say, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry. It was just my mom. It was my mom making bets on Iowa State football. No, nothing to see here, NCAA or FBI. <laughs> I love it. Love those cyclones. Go clones. Down out of names in her goddamn taco pizza. Anyway, um, Hunter Decker. So Iowa State win totals just went plummeting. Get your unders while you can. And they have uh, Tony Meatball's son as their backup quarterback. Coach Meatball of uh, Anthony Beck. His, his kid Rocco. Of course he named his kid Rocco. The fucking um, Pazano. From Delray, New Jersey, Anthony Beck. Coach of the St. Louis Battlehawks in the XFL. Uh, he was a tight end for the Jets. First round pick. Went to West Virginia. Also from Delray, which is the town next to me growing up. So I have I have stories of I have personal history with Tony Meatball and his kid. 
And now he's got his kid going, he's going to be the quarterback at Iowa state. Now, if you would have told me that Anthony Beck's mom made some bets, that'd be believable. Then I'd be like, all right, Rocco, uh, Rocco Beck's mom made some, made some uh, round robins and some if parlays and broke some legs. Yeah, that makes sense. But no, Hunter's mom, Hunter's mom is taking the fucking dive, taking the dime for her, his kid. Anyone who names their fucking kid Hunter, their mom's just taking the rap. Anyway, all right, let's move on to the baseball trade deadline. <laughs> that's my running bit. Until I get my other soundboard ready, that's going to be my running bit. But that's my music for everyone. We got R.I.P. to Pee Wee Herman. U.S. Women's Soccer, nil-nil. Uh, trade deadline happened yesterday. Let's take a look at my notes, my paper, my passion notes. Um, it wasn't a great trade deadline. The Mets were the only ones that gave a shit. They were the ones that they dumped Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. Verlander went to Houston because, of course, it makes all the sense in the world. Just a couple months off for New York to get $80 million, whatever the hell it is, and then go back to Houston. Great. Just what we need is the damn Castro, the Verlander. Uh, the Dodgers, they didn't really do much. They got Lance Lynn, who's awful. He got, I mean, they won last night versus Oakland, but Jesus Christ. His, people only hit 500-foot bombs off Lance Lynn. That's all the things that happens. Anyway, um, what the fun part was the Dodgers tried to get Eduardo Rodriguez from Detroit. And it was looked like it was going to happen. They announced it. And then all of a sudden, Detroit's like, ah, well, turns out he's got a no trade clause for like 10 teams or five teams, whatever. We didn't even, we didn't even know. We even, we wouldn't even think he would have this. Why did we even give this to him? We didn't think he'd use it. We thought, well, who wouldn't want to get out of Detroit? Nobody uses this trade to, to shut the, anyway, uh, long story short, he shut down the trade to LA. He got traded at Dodgers, a first place team who will be competing for the World Series in LA. I imagine a man like Eduardo Rodriguez would enjoy the culture in Los Angeles. <laughs> but no, he said he wants to be close to his family for the next two months. <laughs> it's two months, and his family lives in Florida. <laughs> I mean, I get it. There's not a lot of direct flights from LA to Detroit or to Florida, LA, any LAX anywhere. Sometimes, sometimes you know, you got to stay on that coast. I mean, a flight itself is probably maybe an hour and a half more, but you're a fucking baseball player. I'm sure the Dodgers can take care of you for a couple months and give you a nice jet there. Right there. Seems suspect. So I like, I like that he did it because now all of Los Angeles fan, Dodger fans, they can't believe why wouldn't he want to play in LA? God for, yeah. Have you been here? Not everyone loves L.A. 
Not everyone's Randy Newman out here, okay? I don't know if you look outside, but it's horrible. But that is great. I want to be close to my family. <laughs> my, my family down in Florida. So I want to stay in Detroit. All right. And so the Dodgers announced they got them. And then they're like, ah, then <laughs> it's so funny because Detroit had no clue. Not, not, nobody looked into it. They just assumed, of course, Rodriguez will want to go to Los Angeles. How does he have a no trade clause? And why is he looking at eh, I'm good here in Detroit. I kind of like their pizza. You know, it's like Chicago deep dish, but not as heavy, a little lighter. I like the new Justified show. He kind of shows Detroit off pretty well. That new Justified, by the way. I like, I like, I mean, I love Justified, the TV show, if you haven't watched that. I watched that during the pandemic. I took all of it in. It's a great show. And now they just rebooted it for he's in Detroit, which is, you know, it's fine. I watch it because I I watch because I'm hooked with you know old Raylan Givens, Sheriff Marshall Raylan Givens. Not the same though because it's not you know it's not Kentucky, and there's no uh, Boyd Crowder. You need Boyd Crowder, Walter Goggins. They dug coal together. The new enemy's good. He's 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 cool villain, but you know he's no Boyd Crowder. They didn't dig coal together. I'll tell you that right now. I don't, I, don't, I don't like Raylan up in Detroit, to be honest with you. I don't like him messing around with them. He should be messing up there. They should be messing with him. Get Raylan back in Kentucky with that cowboy hat. The first show, I mean, not the first show, the first running show, it's so good. It's Walker, Texas Ranger done. This is, this is my MLB trade deadline, by the way. Talk. <laughs> it's like Walker, Texas Ranger done right. You know what I mean? It's like one of those Saturday afternoon shows where you don't know what time it's on, what channel it's on. But it's just on Saturday at 4 p.m. or something. Like Walker, Texas Ranger or Baywatch. <laughs> it's just on. You never miss it. And you can have it on in the background. Nothing really connects over to the next episode. You can watch them all independently, you know. But it's good. If you never saw the you know, first shot's fight, I imagine. I recommend binging that. It's Kentucky hillbillies and coal miners, but they they make them look. They don't dumb them down. They don't like make them look. So, they're, not, they're not slack jawed. Is what I'm trying to say. It's just they do they do those people smart, if you will. How do I get into this? Oh, because the new Justified is on, and there was a new episode last night in Detroit. It's getting good. And Eduardo Rodriguez said, "You know what? I don't want to go to L.A. I want to ride this out here in Detroit. See what happens." Anyway. What else happened? So the Mets did trade, right? The Mets traded Verlander and Scherzer. And I like, and Robertson, they, they, and they've got rid of a lot. And Fanner, who's probably the best hitter. Which is great. I don't mind a team like giving up, you know, so admitting that they, they're feeding her, But they don't admit it. They can't do it. Pub- For some reason, we just don't let them do it publicly. You have to say something. And, and it goes, no, this isn't a white flag. We just want to see if some other guys who we never thought of playing could play. We just thought we'd do that. It's not. It's not a surrender. We're not. I mean, yeah, we're selling, but we're not surrendering. Okay, you just shipped off two hundred million dollars worth of players. You're giving up. And then Scherzer and Verlander said that they're not going to be. They're not. They're not even competing for next year. They're going to be for twenty twenty five. All right. 
Shut up, old man. Because that because they wanted to stay with the Mets. They they but they were both bad. Verlander was okay. Scherzer was terrible. But they'll be fine now. I'm sure. A little change of pace. It's always fun watching the Mets fail. I love watching the Mets fail even more than the Yankees. The Yankees got an international pride. The Mets are the worst. They really are, especially as a Philly fan, because they have the, the, the Met, the Mets, much like the jets have that inferiority complex, but within their own city. So they have that combination of New York assholes who think they're better than everyone, but yet they're still inferior to their own city. And they get bullied on that. They're they're the New York little brother. And then they lash out on people. Mets going to Met is right. Captain Insane. I'll put that up there. Always great to see the Mets. So good luck, Mets 2025. Hope that works out for you. I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. <laughs> uh, other teams that didn't do anything. Yan- Speaking of New York, the Yankees did nothing. They got one middle reliever. They swapped the middle reliever. They did. They did the classic uh, cardinal sin, as they say in the trade deadline. They just didn't participate. They didn't buy. They didn't sell. They did nothing. And then Cashman's like, "Well, oh, well, we got some players coming back. We can we can win some games down the road." Okay, great. What what the fuck does that mean? Well, we're not making the playoffs, but we can win some games down the road. And what people hate about it is not that they didn't buy; is that they didn't sell. You have to do one or the other. You can't not participate. Listen, Yankees in Baltimore while we're at it. Baltimore is even more confusing because they're going to win. Well, whatever they can win. They're in the first place in the division. But I think Baltimore doesn't even believe that they're good. Like, ah, we, there's no way we hold up. <laughs> Baltimore's loaded with prospects, and they didn't want to get rid of any of them. They got some pitchers. Get some fucking pitchers. You need pitchers. And you can win. You can win this thing right now. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't think we can. <laughs> we now we looked into it, and uh, we're a fraud. This is all smoke and mirrors. We're gonna fall apart. So they're in first place. But the Yankees, Brian. I don't even know how does Brian Cashman keep getting extensions. It's it's amazing, and the money he makes there as a general manager for the Yankees. But. uh but we're upset that they just didn't participate because we're like, listen, we call this trade deadline. We have tw- we have countdowns. We have special sports center shows. We got Jason Stark. We got uh, you know who's the dork baseball guy who loves it. Oh God! And Eduardo Rivera, a Buster Olney, and all and we they do they do special trade they do special trade deadline shows. Listen, we fired people for this. You got to do something, Yankees. We don't care what it is. Trade Chapman back to the Cubs. Who cares? I love when teams decide that they're buyers or not sellers or stand patters because they go on a weird six game win streak. Like the Cubs. The Cubs were like, we're selling all year. There's no way Cody Ballinger is going to be a Cub by the end of the year. And then they go on a, a week-long winning streak versus the Cardinals. Like, oh, you know, maybe we're not so shitty. No, you are. Don't worry about it. 
But the division's so bad. Like, oh, fuck it. That's right, Captain Santa. You got a relief pitcher. <laughs> Four is nine pitching another one with the ERA over seven. I know. Great, great, great job. They just swapping middle relievers for no reason. They did it just like, okay, I guess we have to do something. We have to fill up the transaction line. These owners don't care anymore. Um, anyway. But I just love it. We, we did the show. We got the, we have the trade deadline countdown. You have to participate. Tim Kirchin. <laughs> Tim Kirchin has fucking has sex dreams about this day. You better participate. You better get, you got to fulfill it. Oh. You can't just, you're the fucking Yankees. Who cares? That's what I love when he's, that's what they're, they're trying to play. Well, they're, they're saving up for Otan. Saving up? They said that about the Dodgers too. Oh, they're happy they didn't get Verlander because that, that keeps them in the Otani rate. What are you talking about? These teams have more money than God. They make $300 million mistakes all the time. Trevor Bauer, whatever. Max Scherzer didn't work out, whatever. Who cares? Throw him away. We'll get another one. We'll get another half a billion dollar Cy Young winner. If like the Pittsburgh Pirates made a $250 million mistake, they'd be set back for life. I mean, like that would set them back 30 years. It would financially devastate them. The team would fall into one of the rivers. It's like me if I get a cavity. If I get a cavity and I got to get a root canal, that will set me back about six months financially at least. So I can't do it. So I just chew on the other side of my mouth. That's my, that's my dental plan that I have. I chew on the other side. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and the Baltimore Orioles, that's who you got to be most disappointed with. I can't believe Baltimore didn't do anything. They have a great team. They're doing good, but they just don't. I believe they don't believe in themselves. You got to believe, Baltimore. It's baseball. You just got to make the playoffs. And now that every team make the playoffs. And that's the thing with prospects, too. They have tons of prospects. First of all, where are you going to play them all? And barely any of them work out. I did like the one-for-one one trade. Was it Scherzer for Acuna's brother? One-for-one. One. one prospect, one Hall of Famer. Let's do it. And that, that way we can keep tabs on who won the trade. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. All right. Let me get... Jesus, God. This, this show's getting away. I think... I Do I say that every show, C-Generates, that this show's getting away from me? I realize the time. I feel like I look up... And I'm always losing track of the time, and I'm always just running my mouth, not keeping any uh, any control or pace. But some of you guys like it. I don't know. Anyway, let's let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy, though. We're brought to you by they love it because we're, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season's right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em's a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props, and is available in a ton of markets. Plus, plenty of opportunities to win their daily MLB contests, and of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania Four where the first place gets $3 million. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And we're back on the bottom line bombs here on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. 
quick ad reads that was. I never know what I never know. This is when we come back to the show. I've been doing it live, and you guys are with me live. I never know what the ad reads ad ads are right before me that go after those reads because we plug them in later. And if I listen to them, sometimes the segues are a little, a little odd. Like Bauer's funeral home for when your loved ones go away. And I come back, and we're back here, man, in the box. How about Lizzo? You know, just, I don't match the energy sometimes with some of the weird commercials that we do. Anyway, but welcome back. And thank you, everyone who is watching live, who get to watch the magic while it happens on YouTube. Make you sure you hit the smash that subscribe button. Like this video on YouTube. Before I say I didn't care if I, you did hit like, now I do. You hit, hit fucking like. You're right there. It's so easy. And if I get in your algorithm, you know, uh, so what? You need me in the, You need me in that algorithm. I'm in my own algorithm. I can't stand it. I'm everywhere. On my, on my phone. <laughs> I'm everywhere on my phone. Hey, I'm going to go to Verizon. How do I get me out of my phone? Anyway. Um... So if you're listening to the podcast right now, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page, too, which is Bottom Line Bombs on SGPN. All right, let's get into it. That's it. That's going to do it for the ad read. So now we can just now we can just finish the show off and uh, get get into our groove. I want to give out some golf. Oh, did, I, did I not give out my baseball bomb yet? I should have done that. Well, you know what? That's how you tease people to listen to the end of the show. Um, let me give out the baseball bomb real quick, and then I'm going to get into the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro, North Carolina, which is not the last golf tournament, but the second to last, I think. People are just getting in their last FedEx playoff point possibilities. And uh, like I said, it's becoming a golf show because I keep hitting these golf bombs, although we didn't really hit. We hit the heads up last week. We hit. We faded Justin Thomas. We're going to do that again with Matt Young. He didn't even make the cut. So that, that, that money should have been in your account by, by Friday night. Anyway, uh, I'll go to your Yankees, Captain Insano. Sounds like you're a Yankee fan. God bless you. I like him today to avoid the sweep versus Tampa Bay. At home with Garrett Cole, the only guy you can trust. Besides Judge, of course. Uh, Cole's been amazing. I think he's only had three bad starts all year. He's going to win the... uh, no, don't need to apologize. Um, he's going to win a Cy Young. I think he's definitely, I think he's your Cy Young winner at home. And it's only a minus 110 price for Tampa Bay. Of course, he, I mean, there's a reason for that. He's going up against uh, Shea McClanahan, who uh, is also in a Cy Young race, which is also, we like the under at eight minus 120. Let's bomb that first. Bomb under eight Yankees, Tampa Bay. And we'll correlate that with the Yankees, minus 110. Um, so those are two baseball bombs for your for you, Captain Sato, just for being in the chat room. So I, I and I don't like your Yankees a lot. I mean, although they're I mean at the AL, the AL East is tough, I you gotta admit. If they were in the AL Central, they'd be they'd be riding high. They'd be fucking up by ten games probably in that division. I don't know. I didn't look up the numbers. <laughs> um, so, all right. Here we are. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. We got golf. We're getting into some golf bomb. Let's get into it. Wyndham Golf.
can't believe how long that song is. I love it. Uh, yeah, Wyndham Golf. It's, it's going to be another uh, another tournament where it'll probably be around minus twenty. Uh, you have to be accurate, though. I guess that's a T. This is all by Reddit. I, I go to golf gambling Twitter. Let me uh, should we share some plays. Um, but on a tournament like this, this is it's fun because you can get uh, some real long shots came can come in. Like last week's was a long shot. It was hundred to one or whatever his name was. Um, so I want to give you one one kind of favor from the top of the board, and we'll top we'll back it up with the top ten, and I'll give you three long shot bombs. But if they come in, you're going to have a nice bankroll. For NFL and college futures, which I'll be doing all the rest of August. Um, see, generates. I'll be doing all you, you've been asking for, and you're going to get it. You're going to get some. It's going to be football previews from here on in, up until the season starts, all the rest of August. Um, anyway, we'll break that down. But first, let's hit this Wyndham. Let's hit this fucking Wyndham Championship. Why not? Um, the top play we're going to go with Russell Henley. He's at twenty to one. We'll bomb that. And his top 10 is plus 225. Always back it, back that up. Uh, he's my favorite to win. He's like fifth, sixth down the board. He plays great here. His his game matches up for this course very well. He is, uh, I think the last three times he's played here, he's been in the top 10 all three times. So that's pretty good. Three top 10 finishes in a row here. Doesn't get better than that. Um, so you can feel pretty confident of that plus 225. Not that it obviously he's getting repeated. It's golf, but he's, but that's not the fun one. Let's see if we can hit. Let's see if we can hit one of these three long shot bombs. We're gonna go with uh, Lucas Glover at seventy five to one. Bomb that. And plus seven fifty for top ten. Bomb it. Glover's a guy people for, forgot about because he missed a cut. He didn't go, but he's been playing good. He's been playing good. That's the thing. That's the thing with some of these long shots. You ride and you ride, and then they miss a cut, and then people forget about them. Then they come back, and that's when you get them on that low price. That's what Brian Harmon did. We were, everyone was on Harmon. Then he missed a cut, so everyone's like, ah, fuck him. Then he won the British, then he won the British Open. Drinking that, drinking out of that cup in the airport, little bastard. <laughs> uh, but here's a couple fun ones, right? You ready for you ready you ready for these guys? This is interesting. We're gonna go Justin Sue at one hundred and ten to one. Bomb it! I really like him. His top ten is plus seven fifty. Bomb that. Which you think would be higher for one hundred and ten to one? Because we're also gonna go with Brandon Wu. At 100 to 1, bomb that. Uh oh. And his top 10 is plus 850. See, that usually doesn't make sense. Oh, jeez. It's a turn of volume down. Sorry, I turned my bomb volume down there. Let me let me bomb it up. Ready to hear this? Because if that does hit, well, then it's going to be an explosion. <laughs> but those are huge. It's 110 to 1, 100 to 1, and 75 to 1. But isn't it odd that Justin Sue's top 10 is plus 750 and Brandon Wu's plus 850? Even though it's 110? And maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, but anyway, I like I like all those I like those three bombs. We'll keep it tight. And Russell Henley play obviously play him a little heavier at only at 20 to 1. And one matchup we're gonna do. This one we're definitely gonna bomb big. 
five units. I mean, I like we're going to keep fading Justin Thomas until he proves that he's gotten out. He keeps saying like, eh, I'm not playing that bad. It was just, it was just four or five. So he sounds like me making excuses for my golf game. No, I'm bad. Not that he's bad. He's great. I love Justin Thomas, but he's playing bad right now. He's, he's just in, and he's got it. He's, there's no way he knows he's not making a Ryder cup. Now he's going to, I think if anything, he's going to get this season over with and get the hell out of here. It's right at the end of the season. But he's like, ah, I'm like just four or five swings. That was like eight strokes right there. If that doesn't happen, then I'm uh, right there in the top 10. Okay. You're right. But that's what golf is. Obviously. Obviously, it was only those couple swings. Because if you swung everything like that, you'd shoot 150. That's how that works. So uh, you can do a matchup JT Poston over JT. So it's JT on JT action. It's only minus 115, so take that matchup right there. JT Ponson, bomb it. That's a big And that should do it for that. See, people are asking about the, uh, the NFL. Yeah, there is an NFL uh, preseason game tomorrow. People want action on that. Those are the Browns and the Jets. I, w- I would not be playing that game, but if you did want to play it, I would I'd recommend the under. It's 33 and a half. That first preseason game in Canton is always, I mean, I don't mind. I, listen, we'll be betting preseason. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you have a problem if you're betting preseason. Those, those people have gambling problems that don't understand that betting preseason is better than regular season. Regular season betting, I mean, good luck trying to solve those numbers. Those numbers are impossible. Preseason, at least you're, you got a fair shake at it. People are quitting, you know, you have advantages. But anyway, I'll get into preseason later next week, obviously in August when we do football preview. But I would recommend the under for that awful, awful Hall of Fame game. We can't in Ohio. 33 and a half. Uh, but we're not playing a Jets Cleveland too. Maybe, maybe take Cleveland. Who fucking knows? That's not even it's that's like the pre-K to pre-K, you know? The dress rehearsal to dress rehearsal. Where they're not even doing it. There's no way you're going to see Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson in that game. Um, but it'll be football, so that's what that's that's what exactly what they say to you too. It's football, so shut up about it. You'll take this and like it. You're right, football. We will. We'll take anything you got. And with that, we got the box. Let's go to the box. We are back. And, uh, <laughs> well, we got more people here in the, uh, Chad G. Welcome to the show. And the comment says he's fucking love you. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll go ahead and read a uh, positive comment. I fucking love CJ and just threw my shirt at the monitor. Now I'm going streaking through the quad. Let's do it, Chad. I don't know what any of that means, but all right. I want to go ahead and hide that comment. That was just for a little bit. Uh, we are in a box, but if you are throwing your shirt off and throwing it at the monitor and going streaking naked in the quad, Chad G, I will not body shame you. Unlike Lizzo. That was the big story yesterday. Lizzo's getting canceled for body shaming. Um, what a fun story that is. 
Oh, I just saw Lizzo trending. Usually when Lizzo trends, it's because someone makes an insensitive fat joke and everyone's like, about Lizzo. And everyone's like, you can't do that. Lizzo's empowering. You know, there's a lot of defending. It's all people who, it, it seems so uh, insincere, the Lizzo defending. It's all people who are like, she's a queen. And who would, you know, there's jokes about it. But if you call, you said you look like her. There's a meme. There's actually a meme that says that, I believe. Like, oh, Lizzo's a queen. She's gorgeous. Oh, you look like Lizzo. Fuck you, you piece of shit. No one's be called that. I have nothing against Lizzo. It was amazing, though. So there's a story that came out yesterday, by the way. I should probably update. Uh, Lizzo. Her suit, getting sued by some of her dancers for hazing and, like, you know, making her meet bananas. <laughs> Took her to a strip club in Amsterdam and they made, they made her dancers eat bananas and went in strippers' vaginas. That doesn't sound like a punishment to me, but all right. Uh, you know, things they didn't want to do. So sexual abuse, things like that. Uh, but also toxic behavior. That's keywords kids like to say. And some fat shit, which is weird. Fat on fat crime. I'll get into that in a second. Fat on fat. And the mentality behind that. Um, yeah, I guess dancers, like she commented on dancers' weights saying that they're lazy, you know, if they gained weight. Which is weird because she has a reality show that's based on fat. That's her whole brand is fat dancers. So, whatever. Um, anyway, what was I talking about before that? Oh, the excitement. That, that was so weird. So I, saw, so I saw a trending, like, okay, usually someone makes an insensitive joke. About Lizzo. But that's not what happened. She was trending because of this lawsuit. And now it's like her day of reckoning. And Twitter, Twitter was ecstatic. They were so happy to cancel Lizzo. It was kind of gross. They were like, yes, finally I told you. I told you about this motherfucker. Like, Jesus. All right. I don't think this is about her at all. This is something to do with you. No, it's because people couldn't make their regular fat jokes and they were mad about it. And now that they found out that Lizzo was doing it, they're like, you motherfucker. I told you this. I God. So if anything, Lizzo did you fat phobus a favor. She allowed you to make fat jokes again. She brought them back again. She took them away and now she made, now she says you can do them. So that's the joke. Who is the dancer that she's fat shaming? And it has nothing to do with that. But it kind of does. And I get the fat on fat crime. That's how we are. That's how anyone is. That's how hazing works. It's why sports writers, you know, they look down upon bloggers and pocket and radio shows, whatever. Like they'll look down upon, you know, um, because. In the newspaper world, they were looked down upon in all the newspaper by real writers because they didn't think sports was real. So instead of empathizing and sympathizing with that, it's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. No, they're like, they, they, like all of us, we look for someone below us to carry on the fucking hate. So fat people, I said that like Jan Brady or something. Fat people. Yes. Um, when we get ridiculed, instead of saying, you know, instead of saying, well, we're going to stop that chain of uh, hate, we just look for someone else fatter to make us feel better. Well, at least, at least I'm not that. You know, that's a slate. 
I also rec- I also uh, connect this with Philly sports fans, which I also am. Double whammy. Philly sports fans, everyone, everyone looks down upon them, and they're then you know they accept the role as the scumbag sports fans because it it's better than looking at yourself. The reality is, all sports fans are terrible, no matter who it is. All fans and fanatics are awful in their own way, but at least Philly is, you know, eating horse shit or whatever, or vomiting and punching, whatever the fuck they're doing. You know, they're tasing, getting tased in a field and throwing up a little girls. They're just, they're horrible animals. So everyone gets to look down upon them and say, well, at least I'm not them. You know, at least I'm not greet. No, you sit down to grease the poles and have a prison inside here. So instead of having to go on a diet and check in and you know, look in your own uh, situation, go, well, at least I'm not Lizzo's fourth dancer to the left. Whoever the fuck that is. That's what Lizzo's saying. You know what I mean? At least I'm not you. So then you get that fat on fat shame. So, And then it was just the ecstaticness. It's just amazing. I'm looking at the picture. You, Yeah, it was just obnoxious. The big girls, watch out for the big girls. Because then it became a point where, like, you know, I'm not saying her music's bad. I don't, I mean, none of the music's for me. But when your whole brand is just being a big girl and then you make fun of the big girls, eh, you're setting it up. They, they packed her bags, as they say on the internet, on Twitter. Beyonce skipped her name last night in a concert and said Erica Badu a couple times over. Try, oh, I'm up on it. I'm up on uh, black Twitter and the whole thing. That's where you get your news. That's where you get the good news. That's where you get your tea. See generates if you guys need notes. Um, <laughs> but they were so, so excited to rip on this. Um <laughs> Chad G says before they canceled, there are some of us who are getting humiliated. I mean, I like it so more now. That's what I'm saying. I th- I mean, I think. I'll put that up there. That's what I'm saying, Chad. I'm saying Lizzo, if anything, she runs a goddamn business. And if the backup dancers are meant to be tortured and humiliated, they're supposed to be on edge. Their life is bullshit. You're doing, I first of all, I can get into the whole backup dancer routine. Anyway, I don't, it's amazing how you need backup dancers for every fucking thing in music and pop music now. Whatever happened, that's when you know your music's bad anyway. All the dancers. Why do you need so much choreographed dance? Would the song be any better if you didn't have so many choreographed dancers? But dancers should be always on edge. They should be weighed every week. They should get laser pointers and pinned down and pinched. <laughs> Good point. So drove J-Lo to greatness. She was a fly girl. Afraid to live in color. Get on the scale. Get out of here like De Niro Casino. You gain two pounds, take, take the bricks. So Lizzo's just kept passing on that tradition and making them all terrified for their lives and not giving them any mental health insurance. It's toxic. No shit, it's toxic. You're a backup dancer for a plus-size flute rapist. What do you, what do you, what do you think this life's going to be like? All right. <laughs> it is a little bit weird though 
I think because I think people hate the Lizzo fans. And didn't even a Lizzo fan because they're you know they're, they're, she was literally identification. All right, Liz fat. You know, all right, Lizzo fans. Sorry, your fat queens got canceled. Time to go back to your Ouija boards and crying in the crying in your bedroom. Back to basics. <laughs> I am beautiful, no matter what they say. I used to always sing that, that Christina Aguilera song when she did that. Like, what are you talking about, Christina? You're not these people. Anyway. Um, ah, <laughs> oh, the excitement. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? I already, I already did talk about I already did talk about Justified. I'm in. See, that's a show that doesn't really need to be week by week. That's weird how they're doing that week by week. But FX threw the bear all at once. The bear could have would have been good week by week. I finally finished season two. I already had my I already told you my opinions about the bear on Hulu. Season one, I watched like they, you know, people go a little too nuts about it. Oh, that's what a restaurant's like. And everyone's screaming at each other, anxiety. I'm like, okay, calm down. You're making a beef sale. It's a fucking beef stand. And now season two, you're not, you know, they act like they went through Vietnam War. That was my thing. That was my point. So now I finally watch season two all at once. I mean, not all at once, you know, in a week, whatever, binge. But it's, I hate when they, I don't know if I like when they, some shows should be stretched out. If you haven't seen season two, I mean, it's good, whatever. It's more, it's more of the bear. More than German. I don't know. I don't understand how they hear any orders with all that Pearl Jam and REM playing all the time. No wonder why they can't hear any orders. Turn the music down, and you can fucking. But anyway, it's still even more ridiculous. That there's a Christmas episode. It's an hour long with a bunch of guests, which is which is a great episode. That's amazing. It's got Bob Odenkirk and fucking John Mulaney and uh, Jamie Lecurris, and it goes on and on. And it's it's a really good episode. And that, but 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 but. After that's over, then you get in, then you get into the next episode where like Richie like goes to a, a five star Michelin restaurant and gets puts on a suit and he gets clean and like oh that's right it's back to this bullshit again and you forget all about it. So this is really my complaint about the bear, although <laughs> it is absurd. They just they just want to put positions for them to scream in. They went from short order cook Italian beef sandwich guys. To uh, unlicensed construction workers, because now they're building a new restaurant, and so they're just doing construction work. And then others, and some others are world-renowned dessert chefs. Like, they're going to Sweden and fucking, like, these five-star, like, what? What the hell are you guys taught? This is insane. I don't buy anything. Fuck the bear, fuck the bear, is what I'm trying to say. Um, anyway. That's going to do it pretty much for the man. I don't know why I'm going off so much. <laughs> I don't know why the bear upsets because it is a good show, but it, it needs taken down or not. That's the problem with the bear. See, that's the problem with some of these shows. It's a great show, the bear. I'm not saying it's not. Although Jeremy Strong, what's those fucking eyeballs too? Can we, can we, can we, can we get something? Can we, tone, can we get some visine in there or something we need can we tone those um, i don't like, the, like those live action bart simpson eyeballs it stresses me out anyway uh it's a great show but it needs taken down a notch it needs to be because it, it asks a lot it asks us to believe a lot and i don't i don't like believing that stuff it's crazy anyway um all right that's gonna uh <laughs> 
Good point. Serial comes in there and says, the man in the box telling people to tone it down. I know. Well, they need to come now because I was like, yes, chef. Right, chef. What? Everyone slow down. We're making, we're making, we're putting jardinier on a hot beef sandwich. All right. Yes, chef. Everyone's a chef. I know it's a military, but we're talking about, all right. The door handle's broken. Yes, chef. I'm going to freeze the death, chef. Jamie Lee Curtis, too, by the way. All right, we get it. You're going for guest Emmy. We understand. All right. Can you bring your jaw back in a few notches as well? <laughs> uh, <laughs> catch the beginning, Cyril. You're right. Um, that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you, though, Cyril, Chad G, Captain Insano, JC from KC, all the commenters that came here live on YouTube. Um, I will wrap up. I only gave out some bomb. I gave out some golf bombs. Russell Henley, Brandon Wu, Justin Sue, and Lucas Glover are my long shots. JT Possum over JT Thomas. Yankees and the under are my baseball bombs. That's a that's a quick recap of the bombs. Um, other than that, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Obviously, the podcast, the Bottom Line Bombs, where everyone can be found. Spotify, your sound bits to do. Watch Justified on FX. You know, you know what I also like about Justified? You know, it's better than the bear. Even though the, the new version is what it is. Uh, the new version is obviously not as good. I talked about this earlier. But the first one, the Justified, when he's in Kentucky, he'd shoot somebody. He'd shoot somebody every fucking episode. He'd kill him. He's a marshal, which I don't even think you get. I don't even think you have that authority. The, 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 the whole marshal job is uh, is a myth. Of it, like having like like you know Tommy Lee Jones and the U.S. Marshals. That's my uncle's a marshal. All it is is giving people summons and shit. You can you can like sign up online to be a marshal. Anyway, um, the point is, <laughs> he would shoot someone every time in that show in Kentucky. And he and I love any I like any movie or TV show that says the title of its show in the episodes of the show. And every time he every episode. Givens, you shot you shot a guy in the street. It was justified. All right, well, I can't can't argue that. It was justified. It was justified. Don't worry, Chief. It was justified. He was gonna pull. So I pulled first. Little six shooter. Like I said, the new one's still good. He's up in Detroit. Whatever. I don't really like him up in Detroit. He's got a little gray hair. He's still railing Givens, still got the cowboy hat. And the villain's good, but he's not, you know, he's not Boyd Crowder. They didn't dig coal together. And that's the whole point of that goddamn show is you dig coal together. Anyway, that's going to do it for me. Follow. Oh, I forgot to put the goddamn banner on. I'll put it on for the end here. <laughs> Follow me on all the socials. Instagram, CJ Sullivan was taken. The YouTube, you get Man in the Box videos there. Twitter, at CJ Sullivan underscore. Um. Other than that, now I do got to go because we're uh, pushed. Like I said, every episode I do, uh, the time just gets away from me. And I, ah, you're right. You're right, Serial. I need to tone it down. Maybe the man in a box needs to tone it down. All right, see ya.